Welcome everyone to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David, and this is Evening Prayer for Tuesday, February 13th, the year of our Lord 2024, the season of Epiphany. The prophet writes, Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. We're so glad that you're joining us today at the Abbey, where I'll be leading us in prayer using the New Book of Common Prayer of the Anglican Church in North America. You can learn how to purchase your copy at the end of the podcast. Many thanks to all of our faithful listeners who have been so generous in your giving. Your continued support's helping this ministry reach people all over the world with daily prayer. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and share us with your friends. We'll be praying responsibly this evening. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient. You'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 42 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all of our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Invitatory. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise, the people say. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our evening canticle, the Phocilleron on page 44. Together, O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, Now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You were worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Our psalm for this evening, the second half of Psalm 107, beginning at verse 23 on page 414 of your Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, those who go down to the sea in ships, who carry out their business in great waters, they behold the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For at his word the stormy wind arises, which lifts up the waves. They are carried up to heaven and down again to the deep. Their soul melts away because of the trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. So when they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, he delivers them out of their distress. For he makes the storm to cease, so that the waves are still. Then they are glad because they are at rest, and so he brings them into the haven where they desire to be. 
Oh, that they would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness and declare the wonders that he does for the children of men, that they would exalt him also in the congregation of the people and praise him in the seat of the elders. He turns rivers into a wilderness and water springs into thirsty ground. A fruitful land he makes barren because of the wickedness of those who dwell therein. Again he makes the wilderness into pools of water and dry ground into water springs. And there he sets the hungry, that they may build a city to dwell in, that they may sow their land and plant vineyards to yield the fruits of increase. He blesses them so that they multiply exceedingly and does not allow their cattle to decrease. And again, when they are diminished and brought low through oppression, through any plague or trouble, though he pours contempt on princes and lets them wander in the pathless wilderness, yet he helps the poor out of misery and increases their households like a flock of sheep. The righteous will consider this and rejoice, and the mouth of all wickedness shall be stopped. Whoever is wise will ponder these things and shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, Jeremiah. Chapter 43, Jeremiah 43, verse 1. When Jeremiah finished speaking to all the people all these words of the Lord their God, with which the Lord their God had sent him to them, Azariah the son Hoshaiah, and Johanan the son of Korea, and all the insolent men said to Jerusalem, You are telling a lie. The Lord our God did not send you to say, Do not go down to Egypt to live there. But Baruch, the son of Neraiah, who set you against us to deliver us into the hand of Chaldeans, that they may kill us or take us into the exile in Babylon. So Jehanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces, and all the people, did not obey the voice of the Lord to remain in the land of Judah. But Jehanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces, took all the remnant of Judah, who had returned to live in the land of Judah, from all the nations to which they had been driven, the men, the women, the children, the princesses, and every person whom Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, had left with Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, son of Shaphan, also Jeremiah the prophet, and Baruch, the son of Neriah. And they came into the land of Egypt, for they did not obey the voice of the Lord. And they arrived at Tophanes. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah and Tophanes, Take in your hands the large stones and hide them in the mortar in the pavement that is at the entrance to Pharaoh's palace in Tophandes in the sight of the men of Judah, and say to them, Thus says the Lord the God of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will send and take Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and I will set his throne above these stones that I have hidden, and he will spread his royal canopy over them. He shall come and strike the land of Egypt, giving over to the pestilence those who are doomed to the pestilence, to captivity those who are doomed to captivity, and to the sword, those who are doomed to the sword. I shall kindle a fire in the temples of the gods of Egypt, and he shall burn them and carry them away captive. And he shall clean the land of Egypt as a shepherd cleans his cloak of vermin, and he shall go away from there in peace. He shall break the obelisk of Heliopolis, which is in the land of Egypt, and the temples of the gods of Egypt he shall burn with fire. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
we respond to the lesson in the words of the Magnificat, the Song of Mary, on page 45. In unison, Mary sings, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hunger with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Our second lesson, St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 11. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 1. The apostle continues, I wish you would bear with me in a little foolishness. Do bear with me. For I feel a divine jealousy for you, since I betrothed you to one husband, to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. But I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Indeed, I consider that I am not the least inferior to these super-apostles, even if I am unskilled in speaking. I am not so in knowledge. Indeed, in every way we have made this plain to you in all things. Or did I commit a sin in humbling myself so that you might be exalted, because I preached God's gospel to you free of charge? I robbed other churches by accepting support from them in order to serve you. And when I was with you and was in need, I did not burden anyone. For the brothers who came from Macedonia supplied my need. So I refrained and will refrain from burdening you in any way. As the truth of Christ is in me, this boasting of mine will not be silenced in the regions of Achaia. And why? Because I do not love you? God knows I do. And what I am doing, I will continue to do in order to undermine the claim of those who would like to claim that in their boasted mission they work in the same terms as we do. For such men are false apostles deceiving workmen, disguising themselves as a apostles of Christ. And, and no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as serpent, servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. I repeat, let no one think me foolish, but even if you do, accept me as a fool, so that I too may boast a little. What I am saying with this boastful confidence, I say not at the Lord, but as a fool. Since many boast according to the flesh, I too will boast. For you gladly bear with fools, being wise yourselves. For you bear it if someone makes slaves of you, or devours you, or takes advantage of you, or puts on airs, or strikes you in the face. To my shame, I must say we were too weak for that. But whatever anyone else dares to boast of, I'm speaking as a fool, I also dare to boast of that. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they offspring of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am a better one. 
I'm talking like a madman. With far greater labors, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings and often near death, five times I received at the hands of the Jews the forty lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I've been adrift at sea, on frequent journeys, in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, in toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there is the daily pressure of me of my anxiety for all the churches. Who is weak, and I am not weak? Who is made to fall, and I am not indignant? If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, he who is blessed forever, knows that I am not lying. At Damascus, the governor under King Aretas was guarding the city of Damascus in order to seize me. But I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped his hands. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Nunc Dimittis on page 46. Together, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepare before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to reflect on this evening's lessons. But return and join me as we lift our voices together and confess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 46. Together, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This concludes our Liturgy of the Word as we move now to our time of prayer. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit, the people say, let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. In unison, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Page 48, our evening suffrages, that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world, we entreat you, O Lord. That we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. That we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all of our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. Page 603, our collect of the day from the sixth Sunday of Epiphany. Almighty God, look mercifully upon your people, that by your great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. And on page 49, this collect for aid against perils. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom. I'll use these three on page 51 to frame our intercessions. I invite you to join with me. O God and Father of all whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you. All nations obey you. All tongues confess and bless you, and men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. We pray this evening for all of those who have not yet received the gospel of Christ and for those who've never heard the word of salvation. Send forth laborers into your harvest, O God, and gather yourself a harvest of souls. We pray for those who have lost their faith and become hardened by sin or indifference. Stir up the embers that are in their hearts, O God, and fan them to flames, and let these be saved. And we bring to you the contemptuous, the scornful, those who are enemies of the cross of Christ, and those who have persecuted your disciples. Forgive them, O God, for they know not what they do. Open their eyes and their hearts to the truth, and let these be saved. And finally, O God, we hold up those who in the name of Christ have persecuted others, that you, O Lord, would open their eyes and their hearts to the truth and lead all of us to faith and obedience to your word. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. And now as we hold up all of those on our prayer list, keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night. And give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. Stretch forth your mighty hand, O Lord, to heal. To deliver. And to provide for all of those who are calling upon your mighty name. May they find it to be a strong tower from the enemy. And all these things we ask for your love's sake. Amen.
Finally, O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love, that in companionship with one another your bounding grace may increase among us. Help us, O God, to love one another as Christ has loved us. And help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be that shining city on a hill which cannot be hidden as we manifest to the world that we're Christ's disciples with the great love we have one for another. And help us to take this love to a lost and a dying world. Build your church, mighty God, and let not the gates of hell prevail against it. Through Jesus Christ our Lord we pray. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord, but return and join me at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. The General Thanksgiving on page 51. Together, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all of your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you've made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. We pray you give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all of our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you've given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you've promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. You've been listening to Evening Prayer at the Crossroads a prayer minister of Crossroads Anglican in South Lyon, Michigan. Thank you for being our guest today at the Abbey. We hope that you found your visit encouraging as we strive together to build one another up in the faith and to make the habit of daily prayer a regular part of your Christian discipleship. If you'd like to learn more about Crossroads Anglican and daily prayer, please check out our website at crossroadsabbey.org. You'll find a host of prayer resources and helpful links there that'll help you learn more about the Anglican tradition, liturgical worship, and our vision to help strengthen and encourage your walk and help you draw closer to God. You can purchase your own copy or download a free PDF of the New Book of Common Prayer by visiting the Anglican Church of North America's website at bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. That's bcp2019.anglicanchurch.net. I'm Father David, and this has been a production of Crossroads Anglican. If you'd like to help support our ministry, please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage and make your tax-deductible gifts. Alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord, brothers and sisters. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.